I've started the recording just so we can we can start whenever. Perfect. Okay. So, Matt, um, I can't. I found some choice Pokemon jokes. If you want to hear them. Okay. Okay. Um, what's better than one Pikachu? Pika Pikachu. Have we read these sites? I bet you we did with obviously that one's well, that one's really easy to guess. Yeah. But I bet okay. you we did with a Mega Ruby. Okay. But keep hitting with them. Okay. Which Pokemon could also be a pirate? Magmar. Arbok. Oh darn it! I was close. Okay. Um, I don't actually know how to pronounce this Pokemon's name, but where do Gorgeists? Gorgeists? Yeah, Gorgeists. Which I think is that ghost po- it's a ghost pokemon must be fifth um, gen i don't recognize yeah. it where where do they go to send their mail well let's say let's say haunter where does haunter go to say their send their mail the ghost office yep <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense okay this was uh this is probably one of my okay i've got two more two more okay two okay. more yeah yeah uh where do haunters like to water ski i don't know lake erie that's good. That starts very, um, it's a geographic joke because yeah. we're close to Lake Erie. Yeah. Sort of. Um, and, uh, oh, I've got, I've got like, I've got like 10 Just here. keep going. Okay. Um, what's Whalmer's favorite TV show? Whale of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> Which Pokemon likes to visit France? I don't know. Paris. Yeah, yeah. I like. Let's go with Whale of Fortune. Okay. <laughs> one more. One. One more. Uh, what do you call a Pikachu that can fix computers? A Pikachu. Oh, dang it, Grandma! I was gonna say it. You were. <laughs> uh. Well, <laughs> okay. I think we should preface this that this is a this is a first for the Velvet Review where we're doing this podcast in, in the same si- room. In the same room. Um, and I'm feeling very vulnerable right now. Graham's got his laptop set up, but I don't have like my phone. My phone's charging right now, so I can't even like avoid his gaze on my phone. And he keeps doing this thing where he puts his his hand to his chin and looks at me intently. And it makes me laugh, so. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, for once we're actually in the same place, so we can actually record at the same time together. So there's no latency and... Yeah. yeah. No, it'll be good. It's actually very convenient. Yeah. And we can actually have, like, a face-to-face conversation. Not that we don't have that too often, like, anyways. Yeah, yeah, I got um, you. I feel like, though, like, we should be, like, playing cards or something. So that we're not looking at each other I while th- we're... That's just kind of what's going through my head. Because yeah. I'm like, when do I ever just look at somebody and talk about a video game? Like, l- literally just look at them? Yeah, just direct face So even now face. I'm like, kind of like averting my gaze because I feel uncomfortable. But... So just, I'll look at that spot right behind <laughs> you. Okay. You mean the blinds? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, hello everyone and welcome to the Velvet Room Review. I'm Matt. And I'm Graham. And that was me taking a sip of water at a bad time. And, uh... This week, 
on our second episode of the 2019 Summer of Nintendo. Yep. We're going to be talking about Pokemon Let's, Let's go, go Pikachu. We didn't yes. play Eevee Edition because that's for girls. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, strongster. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, we played it. Um, you played it, or like you played it earlier in the year, and then I played it just recently. Yeah, I picked it up when it actually first came out. Uh, well, like that Christmas when I got the Switch. Um, played it for about like two hours, and then didn't play it again until probably April, um, which was a problem I had with Sun and Moon. But um, yeah, I probably played it during April. So yeah. Um, yeah, and then you've just kind of finished it like last week, right? Yeah. So my my memory is going to be a little rusty. But uh, Graham, what did you think of Let's Go? I thought it was pretty average. Okay. Um, like I thought, as far as Pokemon go games go, like it didn't do anything groundbreaking. Um, I know that it's got like the throwing mechanics and that. I already played that in Pokemon Go. I right. preferred it in Pokemon Go, actually. Yes. Um, like, I appreciated that it had, like, a story, like, a greater emphasis on the story than the original, that they cut out a lot of the backtracking. Um, but, like, it didn't... I didn't ever feel like I was, like, playing the game to... <laughs> okay so that might be an that's, unintended side effect uh, that's a murkrow right now <laughs> yeah this is topical um yeah no i didn't really f ever feel like oh man this is exciting this is my pokemon journey like okay like i did maybe like up to even like diamond and pearl okay how about you um i i would rate this game higher than that okay um Groundbreaking, probably not, but I do think that they changed it up a little bit. Um, yeah. Probably not in a good way in regards to um, catching Pokemon, but um, I enjoyed this experience much more than I did with Sun and Moon. Okay. Um, probably even X and Y. Um, and I, and I, I kept thinking of it from a lens of like, if I had played this when I was a kid. How amazing would this have been? Mm. Um, in terms of like how good it is on the scale of like Pokemon games, um, I think like Fire Red and Leaf Green were better remakes. Um, but I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with this. That's remake. good. And I'm I'm wondering if some of the things that I liked about it, you didn't get to experience, namely the co-op. Okay, no, I never played co-op. Um, I mean, it wasn't great. My biggest issue, actually, is that, like, in the overworld, the co-op player can't do anything. Okay. They can't initiate battles. They can't talk to people. They can't enter buildings. Literally can do nothing. Excuse me. So, um, but it was really nice to just have, like, my wife drop in for, like, a 30-minute session and then just drop out. Very That's seamless. Cool. Um they made battles like a, a little one-sided, but that's okay. Uh, it made catching a bit more interesting because interesting you had to kind of like work together. And if you work together, you got higher bonuses. That is cool. So I thought that was pretty neat. Um, I, I I like that they put more emphasis on, on catching Pokemon in this game. Okay. Um, whereas I feel like 
in most Pokemon games, I'm not doing a lot of catching. I'm just, I'm getting the ones I want, training them up, and like catching them all is in the post game mm. type scenario. So this kind of inverted that for me a little bit. Um, it's interesting because I actually felt the opposite about the catching. Well, like I felt that there was a a way high ratio of trainers to actually catching Pokemon. Maybe that was just because I tended to avoid Pokemon in the wild. But um, yeah, yeah, I there was a lot of trainers in that game. I didn't really feel like it was that more than normal. Maybe not more than I, normal. Uh, Maybe I'm just yeah. Old. I feel like I did come across the issue where I was like, I was avoiding Pokemon, wild Pokemon because I had already caught them. Yeah, and then I would be under leveled for certain sections. Yes, and so I was finding when they took out that that balance of you can battle Pokemon to can XP, I felt like it did affect how I played. Yeah, um, and it affected where my levels were, so I had to do some backtracking. Um, yeah, so I I, I kind of see where you're coming from in that in that sense of like when you've already caught one Machop, you don't need to catch 12 more Machops. You're just no. going to avoid them. Um, and so I, I would say the biggest, the biggest strength and the biggest weakness of this game is having all the Pokemon in the overworld. Yeah. Cause it's cool to see them. It's awesome. It's really, really cool. It really makes the Pokemon world kind of come to life. Yeah. But there's no, but then there's no excitement. No, you're never like surprised. You're never surprised at what's in the wild grass. Yeah. And so I think, and I'm not sure how they're doing it with um, Sword and Shield. I think my recommendation would simply be um, do it more like uh, uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire where you see this little black shadow for a Pokemon that you've never seen before. And then once you've seen it or maybe caught it, then it always shows up in the overworld because then you get that sense of, ooh, there's a Pokemon I haven't seen before. And then you mm. see it. And then you know what you've caught, where you've caught it. So... Um, I, I do feel like if they had implemented some more, and maybe they did, I just didn't use them very much, um, catching oriented tools like the Pokenav, um, in, mm-hmm. oh, do people not pronounce it? O-R-A-S? Or-A-S? <laughs> maybe uh, not. O-R-A-S, or-A-S. Um, I'm just going to say Omega Ruby. Um, yeah. I feel like if they had used that, to a better, better degree or something similar, I would have appreciated it more. I did notice, I know I did a little research with like, if you do a chain catch, mm-hmm. um, as you, like after you pass so many Pokemon changing in a row of the same type uh, or the same Pokemon, yep. then they have maxed out EV, IVs. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Which for the uninitiated is like individual values, which are base... Like, base growth values of the Pokemon. Right. Yeah, which are invisible. Right. Yeah. I'm not a big IV EV guy. No, neither. I... I care about friendship. <laughs> I used to... I tried to get into that scene in, like, Diamond and Pearl, but, uh... No, didn't, didn't, didn't do it. Yeah. I would care more about, like... And I think there are, this exists in the game, about, like, shiny... Shiny yeah. chains? I'm pretty sure that exists, right? If you if you do chains, there's a higher chance of getting shiny. Yeah. Which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't actually find a single shiny. Me neither. When's the last time you saw a Pokemon a shiny Pokemon? 
um, like years ago. It's been a while for me too. I don't know if I saw any in the Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. I mean, the odds are really low. It's a one in eight thousand, or no, it's half that now. Is it one in four thousand one hundred ninety-six? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Because yeah, I can remember like my very first playthrough of like Ruby, um, or was it Sapphire? One or the other. Mm-hmm. I had like I had a shiny Tentacool, <laughs> and I had a shiny um, Shroomish. You find two shinies in one playthrough. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, no, it's. It's very rare. I can only think of two shinies that I've ever seen in my time playing Pokemon. Yeah. First one was in Pokemon Crystal. Okay. Um, I found a shiny Tangela. Ooh. At Mount Silver. And I used my last Master Ball on it. Back in the day, I used to... You can clone master, duplicate yeah. Master Balls. So I did that a lot. And I used my last one to get it. And then in Fire Red, I found a shiny Bellsprout. And since then, I don't think there's been a natural shiny sense yeah. that I can remember. Like, you get a lot of this, like mystery gifts or whatever. Yeah. Or codes, but... Um, no. It's been a while. Other than, like, um, obviously, game-given shinies, like Red Gyarados or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think also with the catching mechanics, um, because it is this Pokemon Go style of mecha- mechanics... They, there isn't the same kind of thrill or, um, I found like in the older games, you had to like carefully whittle down the Pokemon's Mm. HP. Catching an individual Pokemon was more significant of an event. That's a really good point, actually. Um, and I think that's something where they fell really flat and particularly with legendary battles. I don't know if you want to get into that right now, but. Like, um, okay. So my, so like. You come across Snorlax, right? That's the first instance of this type of battle. Yeah. And so you have to fight him before you can catch him, which I don't have a problem with. Um, yeah. I think that's kind of actually... I actually really... I think that's a really good merger. Yeah, if if you want to merge it. I think it does kind of make those a little bit easier because, you know, back in the day, it was always like, okay, I got to get him now low enough, but not too low. Yeah. The right status effect, have that the right, you know, number of balls or whatever. Yeah. And so anyways... um. But they put on this ridiculous, like, timer. That was weird. And I don't understand why. Because, um, like, even with Snor... I fought two Snorlaxes. Yeah. The first one, I barely beat him in time. The second one, I'm pretty sure I paused the game. Yeah. With the switch, like, hit the switch button. Yeah. And I, th- I think the timer ran. Sometimes games do that. That's annoying. Or I can't... Or I put it down or something like that. But anyways, at some point, I, I ran out of time for the second Snorlax. Yeah. And so I thought, I don't like that. Why you give, I don't understand why they gave a limited time limit, personally. Yeah. And it became a, I mean, I, I went to fight Mewtwo before I gave the okay. game to you. Um, way underleveled to do that because he's level 70. Okay. And he actually, like, he wiped the floor with me. But even if he had not, I don't know that I could have defeated him necessarily in five minutes without being super overleveled. So it's like you either need to sweep the Pokemon like that. Yeah. Or lose. Yeah. Right? Because you only have five minutes. And f- and five minutes is not a lot of time. That's five minutes for picking your move, watching yeah. the animation play, um, then them playing the animation. Like, it goes yeah. by really quick. Spe- so. like I even found I played with the animations turned off. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, it still took like with the first Snorlax, I was down to like two minutes at the end, so it took me three minutes because it kept healing up. Yeah, well, that that's the big thing about Snorlax. He kept using rest. Yeah, you can't stop him. Yeah, I feel like maybe I think it was a neat idea, but I don't know if they implemented it super well. I just think if they took the time limit off. Yeah, no, that's the time really limit the only hand. Doesn't really. It seems very arbitrary. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. But. Yeah. Um, and and so like I I can see them maybe going forward. Well, I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't think they'll continue with the sketching system. I don't think they are. I think that was kind of a one off. I don't remember yeah. what Sword and Shield. There's footage of Sword and Shield, but I don't remember what uh, what they're catching is like. I think yeah. it's I think it's the, the same like the same formula. This was kind of like yeah. A they're one-off. kind of returning to form a little bit. It looks yeah. like, which is fine. Um, it's interesting though that we see Pokemon in the overworld in some of the trailers, so yeah, that's exciting. There's a 30 minute gameplay video. Oh, I didn't watch it. Uh, I watched part of it. Um, I'm gonna be honest, Karen, I don't think I'm gonna pick it up. I'm probably not gonna either. I don't know yeah. my my enthusiasm for playing the Pokemon games has faded over years. Um, that's my opinion. Yeah. See, um, I kind of agree. Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, that was good. and even X and Y, in a sense, they really revitalized my interest. Because like I, I, I grew up where like second gen was the gen I, me and my friends primarily played. Like we okay. had first gen, but second gen is really like where I like, fell in love. Played yeah. third gen, and then fourth gen and fifth gen I dropped off because it didn't have a DS until like fifth gen. Okay, and so I've since gone back and played them, but they mean nothing to me. Like I can barely remember anything about them. And then sixth gen was really like a ah, they're bringing back some nostalgia here. Like, oh, I can get Charmander, Squirtle, Bulbasaur. Like, this is exciting. Mega Evolutions, this looks really cool. And then Omega Ruby is just a really solid game. It like, is. it's just a really good game. And then Sun and Moon, I was excited because they're switching it up a bit. But it really, to me, kind of fell flat. And I never beat it. I never even played it. Um, So I was really interested to see how this would go. Um, and I did enjoy it. Um, but with Sword and Shield, like, I was interested at first, but, um, I mean, there's been some controversy, of course. Um, I've just started playing a hacked ROM fan-created Pokemon game. Yeah. And I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's, like, third-gen graphics, but with, like, all 800 Pokemon, like, Mm. custom story, and I'm just enjoying it. That's cool. I'm like, this is, I think, the way I, I like Pokemon. Because, I don't know, it, it, somewhere along the way, it's gotten a little complicated. Or, like, cluttered. Third gen was very, like, straightforward. I feel like fourth... Well, fourth gen was, for like, kind of the sweet spot for me. Um, but third gen is, like... I don't know, it just has that simplicity. Yeah. But not, not without depth. Yeah, yeah. I think it had, like, the almost, like, the golden number of Pokemon. Yeah. Um. Like I think, fifth gen I give the most credit for being the most bold because they put out a I lot. I really enjoyed that gen. A lot, actually, a lot of Pokemon, and um, it was like a bold story too. Not that I remember it, but I can. I don't really remember it well, but I remember yeah. it being really quite. I liking it. And and I think I think most fr- fans, particularly like our age, are just kind of like, we've been playing the same game, for, over twenty years. Yeah. And. Like, we're not really asking for a lot. Like, can we get a hard mode, maybe? 
Well, yeah. Can we can we get a little bit of something like the games have certainly gotten easier and easier. With maybe the game, this game being the exception, I found this was a bit of a difficulty uptick. Yeah, this was actually. I had some moments where I had to like go grind. Yeah, and I I honestly think it's because of the catching mechanic that yeah. it changed up the way you caught XP. But um, like with Sword and Shield, like I think a lot at least I, like I peruse the subreddits, you know. Yeah. I uh, I mingle. People are just saying, you know, we want a hard mode. We want more difficulty in this really really simplistic game it's kind of weird when you've moved you've grown out of the target audience, audience. but they still want your money yeah <laughs> yeah no it's weird and and i mean we don't really need to go into the controversy too much but i i'm a big believer in i don't really need new pokemon in fact i think the more pokemon they put out the lesser quality they are just because you've, you've done it all you can only have so many deer Pokemon. And... I thought you meant like deer as in they're dear to me. Well, I mean, but you're you talking help, about you... deer. I mean, both. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, there's only like, there's Stantler, Girafferig, uh, and then the three legendary deers. And then there's one in, uh, there's one in like fourth oh, or fifth gen. And then Xerneas, I forgot about him. He's kind of a deer. Yeah. X, yeah. I, I, I just used that as an example because I knew that there was... <laughs> There's the one deer type in, I think, X and Y that has four different variations depending on the season. Yeah, yeah. Those are legendary but, deers, yeah. I mean, you can only have so many fire-fighting starter t- combos. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't really necessarily need new Pokemon. Um, and I think my, my main issue with the past couple of gens has been they put out so few new ones, which also seems kind of oxymoronic. Like I'm saying, I don't need more, but they're not really putting out a lot. Cause like, I think even with like Sun and Moon, it was like 70. Yeah. And I, I mean, to me, it's like you're, I wish the game would almost stand up on its own legs with the new Pokemon. Yeah. Well, like, like what black and white did. Yeah, exactly. Cause there was, I don't believe, was there any pre gen five Pokemon? There were no, it was a completely original new 150. I think, that if they're going to add Pokemon, is how they should do it. I think that's very bold. I mean, that gem probably gets a lot of flack for like Trubbish and Vanilla Ice, but I think that's still like really impressive yeah. that they did that and that they forced you to go with those, you know, with those Pokemon. Um, but at this point, you know, there's over 800 pr- probably now. Yeah. Nine, nine, nine fifty. I don't really think we need more. Give me new stories Maybe a harder game. Maybe a oh, more yeah. mature game. They could... I guess it's like one of those things where Pokemon has a lot of potential for... Like, that's where you see stuff like the the, 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 the Detective Pikachu movie. It was cool because it explored Pokemon from a different angle. And I do think that there are a lot of games that do that. Like, there's a lot of third-party Pokemon games... Mr. Dungeon's Mr. a great, Dungeon's a great is example. Great. Actually, you know, one of my favorite games on the Game Boy. Yeah. Um, Pokemon Conquest. I don't know if you ever played that. That was like an X, bit of it. XCOM, almost Fire Emblem-esque um, Pokemon game that was kind of like a neat concept. Like, there's such a range of things that you can do with them. Yeah. Um, I just think that we're kind of running the course here a little bit. Yeah. Which... Well, I mean... And, 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 like, people are getting, maybe, I don't know, people say they get tired of remakes, but they still come out all the time, and people still buy them. Yeah. 
give us more than you know give us the regions more regions in one game you know give us a multi-region game give us like crystal kind of thing like crystal yeah that's why crystal is one of my actually crystal is my favorite game of all time but uh it's one of my favorite pokemon games as well mm. because it it did so many things that hadn't been done before and were then dropped later and brought back up like day and night cycles moving uh moving animations um really really like intricate world building details and then of course crystal and that gold and silver i think had the best post-game content ever because not only is it kanto which you could maybe argue is not post-game but the bout the boss battle with red yeah is like the most legendary final boss in my opinion of any game almost ever so mm. which is you know you're fighting yourself essentially yeah. which is an interesting idea see i had a had a bit of an issue because I, I, um, the, you, you know, you can rate, name your rival in this game. Yes. So I named him Gary. Oh like, no, you didn't. And so, and then, so you're playing through and he's like this kind of nice kid. And then, and then the real Gary shows up <clears throat> and they're like, Oh no. So now you've got blue. That's another issue I have with the Pokemon franchise is there's no continuity. And even in this game, right? Blue blue exists in, in this world where red and blue happened. Because there's yeah. a red. I don't think he ever appears, but blue makes mention to him. Yeah? I'm pretty sure he does. So blue's not like wondering why this like time skip happened and exactly. all of a sudden things are happening, happening again. again. Yeah, yeah. So I, I almost wish like maybe we don't need a remake, but maybe give us Kanto five years later. Which is essentially what Johto... Black and White 2 kind of did. Is that what they did? I think Black and White 2 is a direct sequel to Black and White. Right. And there's and a time said, skip. Yeah. It was set a number of years later. Yeah. And it was Give us that. You know, give us the world that we know, but something new in that world. Yeah. So, we've kind of gone off course a little bit here. I apologize. Maybe a little bit, but, you know, it's been engaging. <laughs> Graham um, and Matt dissect the Pokemon franchise. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, I guess it's part of the problem is that like this game, there's a lot of stuff actually I really thought that they did pretty cleverly, like how they approached the whole Lavender Town situation. Um, uh, did they change that? Yeah, so like, um, well, first of all, they add they added a whole bunch with like Jesse and James and Meowth um, to help because... From from what I understand, the original game, having not played it, um, there's a lot of times where it's like, okay, where do I go next? And so the Jesse and James and Meowth are there to be like, okay, you need to go here now. I think the game did a really good job of kind of taking that weakness, bolstering that weakness of the older games. Um, and the Lavender Town, you were able to actually go up the tower and there's like ghosts chasing you, yeah. right? Um, which that I don't think was in the original. Um, yeah, was it? It was. it was. Yeah. So yeah, in the original, like you would go to Lavender Town, you'd go up the tower, and you couldn't proceed. Yeah. Because Marowak's ghost was attacking you. Yeah. And you couldn't you couldn't go up the, the tower until you got the Silscope. Yeah. So in this game, does not the same thing happen? You can go up the tower. And you just have to dodge the ghosts. Yeah. Okay. But you eventually need the self-scope to get to the top floor, I right. think. 
Right. So it allows you to like go up the tower. Which I think you could do in the original. Like you would just run from the battles because you couldn't attack them. Oh, okay. So you would get into a battle and you have to run. I could okay. be wrong about that. But uh, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't. I didn't look it up. It's been a long while, but it, it essentially, like you could, you could still, like you would go to level, you would go to that tower first, run into the ghosts, yeah, and then have to go back. Um, yeah, so, yeah. I think that was one thing that I appreciated, and occasionally they'll ask, like, "Hey, you need to go here. Do you want to just go there?" See, this this is where I'm like I'm on the fence because I get it, I do get it. Um, but I'm sort of not on the, I'm, it streamlines the experience, which is not necessarily a good or a bad. See what streamlined the experience for me was like HM fly and I could fly back or having a bike, having a bike. Oh man. <laughs> and so like, I miss that. And they, like they take, they took that out obviously to encourage you to try out the Pokemon variants and riding Pokemon, which is yeah. fun. The flying isn't great, but we'll get it past that. Um, like, you know, that was fun and kind of cute, cutesy and stuff. But like, to me, fly is... It's I'm iconic. At, well, of course. I'm at the point now where I'm, you know, I'm at the sixth gym. I'm going to fly back to the first gym and do what I need to do there to get, fill my Pokedex or whatever. Yeah. Like, to me, that's that's a much better way of rewarding the player or like getting the player somewhere that they might need to go than like, oh, you want to just come with me? Cut to black? Yeah. And I appreciate that they gave you the option to say no. They do say let you say no. And some just taking you. Um, but, and as well, I also feel that that is part of the reason why we're also underleveled. Because yeah. Because we're saying yes. We are saying yes. Yeah, so. Yeah. I get it. I, I, I can see both sides to the argument. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that, like, they're kind of like they're working within the within the constraints of the original games which are games made for a system that it's not extensive and so they had to like lock players out early on they had to make sure that the players couldn't go this way or that way whereas i think that it doesn't translate well now yeah and i think that they've been fighting this problem for as long as they've had hms and since they've gotten rid of them, it's kind of a little bit better. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, another thing is also, like, you can just avoid every single wild Pokemon. You can avoid a lot of the trainers, too. Yeah, like, you do not need to engage. I mean, in the, in the old games, you didn't have a choice. Yeah. You know, it was totally random. You could get through this whole route without getting attacked by any Pokemon. Very unlikely, but it's possible. Yeah. Or you could, like, minimize your chance. But this is just like, okay, there's Pokemon, just go around them. Now, I did like how catching Pokemon now gives you XP. I think it did in the past. Um, It didn't but used to. Didn't used to? I think around Gen 5 or 6, they, they switched that. Okay. To where catching it did give you experience. Yeah. Now, I did... I did really like that. I think that that should do that. I concur, yes. And the fact that the EXP share was, like, on a default, I think that was... That was a nicer, I was, I found I was able to use my whole team a bit better because of that. Yeah, I mean, that is another thing that's changing. I guess it's not recent, it's since Gen 6, Yeah, where that's been the case. Um, it's interesting for sure, because even now, like the ROM hack I'm playing, it's like, oh, the first thing item you get 
his exp share yeah but i forgot you had to kind of give it to somebody so i'm like i i, I don't i don't know it's like one of those things it's like divisive. i see both sides i see both sides of the argument of like this helps me stay on track with levels and then also but it also weakens the difficulty or lowers the difficulty so it's like yeah and 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 i guess maybe the the real answer here is it can't really be all that difficult because you just got to get high enough level that's the core like rpg issue yeah just get get a bit get get higher more levels scrub yeah. that's all you gotta do yeah this is actually kind of interesting can we talk about pikachu for a moment oh absolutely yeah i think that's probably probably one of the best things about the game i don't know um in terms of like having a character that's always with you and it's kind of like your adventuring buddy i really liked in battle i found him way too overpowered and i would rely on him a lot they gave him these weird like non electrotype moves yeah because there was there was some what was the electric type move? Zippy zap. There was zippy zap. There was floaty fall. I was gonna say floaty something. Flo- floaty. floaty fall. There was uh, splishy splash. <laughs> and then my last one I had was bricky break. Bricky break, which is just brick break, but I would call Wait, it bricky break. Oh, I see. I see. Um, I thought that was kind of in- interesting. Yeah, it made it so that you could, you could feasibly just use Pikachu. For yeah. the majority of situations. Yeah. I mean, again, from a kid's standpoint, it's awesome. Yeah. I like the costume aspect. Yep. Um, I felt maybe you could probably get the costumes a little less easily. Most of the time, they're just given to you. Yep. There's a store you can buy. Okay. That's pretty late in the game, though. That's yeah. like the the sixth or seventh. I, yeah. I like that you can like mix and match. Some yeah. bags were, went with some outfits better than others, so that was kind of cool. You can wear really garish outfits. Um, no, actually, most of them are pretty pretty nice. I'm trying to remember. Do you go to Bill's house in this game? Yes. And in Bill's house, he, does he transform into a Pokemon? He is a Pokemon and he transforms into a human. Yeah. How does Pikachu react to that? Pretty well. Okay. Because in, in Pokemon Yellow, and it's my yeah. favorite... My favorite gaming moments of all time, when you go into Bill's house, they would br- they used to bring up these little like little box, and there's Pikachu's yeah. face to show like he's happy or he's sad, and he Pikachu does like this shocked like you know like the Home Alone like yeah face he does that, and it's like one of my favorite images ever. I'm like I'm trying to remember if they did that in this game or not, but it yeah I love I like. Like them giving Pikachu that kind of like personality, personality, because they can't give the player character personality because it's just nobody. But yeah. they can give this Pokemon and your your partner who you're trying to connect with this personality too. So I like that you could grab Pikachu's cheeks and like poke him in the face, and he's like, Ugh. "Don't do that, please stop." <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah. My my daughter loves to do that. Yeah, like my two year old daughter. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, Pikachu," and she would like. Yeah. Egg his tail or rub his head. So you could feed him a berry. No, it's cute. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. Um, but I I did find that, like, I was, I was reliant. He was my trump card 90% of the time because I had, I had a cadabra because I forgot that you have to trade to make an uh, L exam. Yeah, I had that problem too. Um, I had a Gyarados. Okay. Which was kind of fun. 
Um, I had... I like that you could have the Alolan forms of a bunch of Pokemon. Yes, I love the way they did that, by the way. Yeah. Because you could trade infinite amounts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I, I had an Alolan Doug Trio for most for about half the game. <laughs> you would. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, man. But, like, actually, there's so many poison types in that game. There really are a lot. Yeah. Like, two gyms are poison-focused, practically. And, like, Gengar and his his whole evolutionary line is part poison type. Right. Bulbasaur is poison type. Like, part poison, part poison type. So, like, uh, um, the Nidu line. Oh, yeah, Ninoran and a queen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, he was actually really Pretty useful. And he had Earthquake. So, like... Done. It was, it was great. Um, so, really... I can't remember the other ones. They weren't that useful. But really, Pikachu and my Doug, Doug Trio were the two Pokemon I would use. Those were my, my main Pokemon because I'd send in Kadabra and he'd get one shot. I don't know if I can name my whole Pokemon team. Is that bad? I can't remember my whole team. Okay. Oh, I had, a, I had a Pidgeot. I had Pikachu. Yep. I had Alkazam. Oh, you, you traded it? I did trade it, yeah. Um, okay. only when I got to like the Elite Four because it took me forever to find somebody to trade with. Yeah. I I definitely had Charizard. I definitely had Venusaur. I guess I had Blastoise. Okay. I don't know who the last one was. No. I had a Dragonair. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it couldn't do from? anything. But oh, I transferred that from Pokemon Go, actually. No, you cheater. I didn't do any of that. I have an issue. Okay. With Nintendo. Give me back my gambling in my games, Nintendo. I want to buy Dratini at the game corner. <laughs> Let me buy them. It's ridiculous, you know? I mean, I get it. Yeah, get they, it. they probably... It's gambling in a kid's game is... I pl- I, listen, I played Pokemon. The first gen had it. The third gen had it. I turned out okay. These kids will turn up fine, okay? Yeah. Just, just give me my... Throw them loot boxes in there. Yeah, exactly. They're surprise mechanics. Oh, boy. Let's, let's not go with <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another thing. Yes. Um, I could have just missed it, but after the second gym, you kind of you go towards the power plant area, and Lorelei of the Elite Four is there. Yeah. And you meet her. And she's like, hey, I'm Lorelai of the Elite Four. I use yeah. ice types. I kick their butts. And then you never see any Elite Four member ever again. No. I thought that was going to go somewhere. And I was like really yeah. excited. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, they'll help me. They'll team up and we'll do yeah. this. And like and Brock shows up at one point and Misty do comes they? and says hi. Yeah. Brock shows up in the, he's the one that gives you the tea. Uh, so that you can Wait, get so into that one seat. Get into that oh, one city. Oh, yeah. Ah, right, right, right. Instead of buying the lemonade like the smart little boy I was back in the day. In the original games, you had to go and just buy any drink out of okay. the vending machine and give it to him. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty interesting. No, they desperately wanted just tea. Soothing tea for their sore throats. Nothing else would do. And they, and they spread it around all the gates. <laughs> that was... <laughs> it's the same way in the originals, too. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, this is good tea. I'm going to share it with all my friends. Right now. <laughs> um, 
yeah, I, I kind of wish that went that went somewhere. Um, and again, just reutilizing like the rocket plot. I'm, re- you know, it's not very strong. Like, it's like, hey, we're the they, bad guys. They wanted to steal the master ball. So and, why didn't they? <laughs> yeah, like in 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 gold, silver, crystal, like they're the section where you go to stop Team Rocket. It's very intense. Yeah. It spans like a couple hours actually in two locations. Mm. So it's like there's lots to be done, and you team up with Lance actually. Yeah, and he uses Dragonites to like kick their butts, and it's awesome. And in this game, it's just like, all hey, I'm blue. I'm gonna help you take down Team Rocket, but I'm gonna hang out. No, sorry, actually, he doesn't help you take take out Team Rocket. It's like you take care of this. I'm going to go travel around and sit in the lobby while you do this. It's like, thanks, Blue. Um, and then it's like, I don't know why they're still trying to like, oh, who's the eighth gym leader? We don't know. It's like we know. Everybody knows now. It's not a surprise anymore. It's a it's an interesting idea that, like, oh, this is the bad guy I've beaten three times. I guess I just gotta beat him again. Yeah, no, because he doesn't change up his team or anything. No, you just beat him again. Yeah, and you just beat him. Yeah. Well, sorry. Like two gyms ago. I played them out of order. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a great story, by the way. So um, yeah, I don't know how exactly I did this, but. I after I beat the sixth gym, I headed south. So sorry, did you beat four, five, six? I beat four, five, six. Okay. No. Or did you skip five? I, I did. I skipped five. Yep. Very easy to do, because you get the T at at gym four town. Yeah. And then you naturally go to Saffron. In theory. Not no, it's just natural. It's right next to you, so you just go there. But I didn't. Oh, right, you did, no, because you, yeah, so where did you go next then? So next, I headed south and went along the Seafoam Isles. After beating Gym 6. After beating Gym 5. Okay, so you skipped Gym 6. I skipped, because Gym 6 is in... Saffron. Saffron City, which I couldn't get into. Until you get the tea. Yeah. Okay. I don't, but, (laughs) and you get the tea in... You get the tea in Gym 4. Gym 4? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm almost certain. Okay. And either way, I was like, okay, well, I guess I need to head south because the Pokemon seem to be, that seems to be about the same level. Yeah. Yeah. So like I headed south and I'm like, wow, this is actually pretty tough. Like the game really spiked in difficulty (laughs) um, because I'm fighting like level 40s Um, and I I struggle through the Sifo miles. Um, I got to the gym leader and luckily he was fire type and I had water type moves and stuff. And he was a really easy gym. He was a really easy gym. So I, I was able to take it after a little bit. I was, but I was like, wow, this is actually pretty difficult. Then I went to save and I noticed that th- I was missing a badge. And I was like, hmm. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> this is one of those like, why did they design it this way? Because essentially you have two different routes to get to the fifth gym. But the closest gym and easiest, most easily accessible is the sixth gym. Yeah. So you could very... And I think what you're supposed to do, I'm going to put that in quotation marks, is yeah. go to Saffron. Yeah. 
do the whole Team Rocket thing. And, be uh, Team Rocket, then leave. Yeah. Then go to five, then go back up to six. Yeah, and then and by then that down. time, you would have had a lot of experience because like, you'd battle all these trainers. I was battling the level 35 trainers in the uh, self company yeah we've almost level 50 Pokemon. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i think it may go back to like um the removal of hms because i i bet you that but, wouldn't have happened because i wouldn't have had surf. surf i bet you that's probably what happened they still could have just waited and given me it later but i guess you also could fly in that city or something like no you there's fly there's a later. whole convoluted like Getting Surf and Strength in the original games is very convoluted. Both are in the Safari Zone. Yeah. And you have a limited number of steps. So, like, getting those two HMs is, like, very time-consuming. Yeah. And convoluted. Um, but now that they're gone... It's simpler. You just go. Because um, you can Surf now. It's fine. One other thing. After I beat the seventh gym leader... Um, Blaine. Uh, your, yeah, Blaine. Your rival comes and is like... Hey, I heard that the gym leader came back to the seventh uh, to the to that city. You should go check it out. Oh, in Viridian? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. But he's not there. No, I went and he's like, "Well, he's still gone." Wow. Come on, Nintendo. Guess they didn't where's expect. Your, where's your Where's your QA? <laughs> yeah, I guess they didn't expect people to do that. But yeah. Again, it's very convoluted. It is. The older games were pretty convoluted. At least Red is pretty unconvoluted. Yeah. yeah. I think they really kind of figured the balance of the games later on. Mm-hmm. Like having a balance between like catching and training. Because like in Red, or at least Let's Go, there are long stretches where there are just trainers and no Pokemon to catch. Um, I feel like those long stretches, though, would take place in caves. True. Mount true. Moon, uh, the other one. True. I don't remember which it's called. Victory Road is like a good example of that as well, where you've got a, a healthy mix. And of course, in caves, like you're constantly. You're supposed to be constantly, constantly getting attacked. Which is why they're awful. But um, yeah. Yeah. It's it. It's an interesting design choice, that's for sure. It's, it's weird how like simplifying the game or like streamlining it kind of took away a little bit of the character a little bit yeah like cutting the fat off of the piece of meat well like like you don't get the same juiciness yeah well it's because you you're not solving any puzzles right because i mean for better or worse you could argue like getting into saffron in the original games was a puzzle yeah you have to figure out how to get in there there's no jesse and james to tell you how to do it now it's just this game brock just gives you some herbal tea yeah you're in there just get far enough yeah it's it's one of those like accessibility versus i don't even know well i mean like you also have to think red and blue were like 25 years old ago 25 years old ago not quite that old getting there though it's almost didn't it come out like 96 96 so it's almost... We've got three more years. Wait, no, two more years. Is my math right on that? Yeah, two more years. Okay. We're not 25 yet. But they came out in like a, I would almost say pre-internet era, okay? Yes. Pre, pre-widespread internet. Right. We figured it out. Yeah. They weren't that you, hard. You got that Mew into the truck. Yeah, eventually you did, yeah. 
like you got it like you'll like i don't like sometimes like we don't give people enough credit yeah i mean and maybe and i guess like i could easily give a complaint of like i didn't know where to go for like another game um but maybe that's just modern standards you know that we that we give that yeah it's modern game design kind of thing I think there are games that do it well and games that don't do it well. Um, there are games where the hand-holding is invisible and you don't even notice it's happening. Um, I can't I can't think of a game off the top of my head. But. I think the, like, the perfect example would probably be, like, be Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Where the places that they want you to go are very easily noticeable. Maybe they'll make a reference of, like, oh, go here. Yeah. Or, like, oh, there's Death Mountain. There's the Divine Beast. There's the Towers. You know, very recognizable. But you could choose not to go there. Yeah. When it has this whole, like, peak and valley system. Yes. Very interesting, like, how they tried to balance, you know, the way players would find certain landmarks. Because players play differently. You might see a hill and go around it. I might see a hill and go over it. But they still want both of us to be kind of motivated to go behind the hill. Mm-hmm. so or discover something whatever path that we're taking so yeah just thinking of that like we can't go over it we can't go under it we have to go through, through it, it. <laughs> pull up the bomb throw it boop yeah but yeah so yeah i think it's just like i i think like the original games obviously they weren't perfect in fact they had a lot of flaws um but when they when you try and fix fix that and polish it up it just it takes away a little bit of the original feel feel the original like charm of it if you will yeah like those games are actually like broken like there are things that are straight up broken in them yeah like special and special defense and special offense are essentially the same thing yeah well because they weren't split out um like dragon types being weak to dragon but there's only one dragon move and it does 40 damage and that's it oh really yeah yeah or like um there's a move that's supposed to raise your critical hit okay ratio and it lowers it focus focus energy lowers it instead of raising it that's funny there are there are a lot of like oh we programmed that wrong and you know you You whatever but they made 150 pokemon and like and those games like they sold the best out of all every other game yeah? Yeah, they sold the most copies out of, like, the entire other series. I mean, that that being said, like, they're still selling, like, 20 million a, a gen. They're still selling a lot. Yeah. It's a still, very big yeah. franchise. I, I'm pretty sure... I don't know if... It, it, it may have surpassed Mario at this point. As far as, like, the highest grossing, like, video game franchise. So that's, I, like... Yeah, I have no anim, idea. That's, like, anime, card... Like, I think all that true, in, true. entwined would pass, surpass Mario. That is a larger impact than Mario has yeah. had. In terms of raw, like, the amount of merchandise that's out there. Yeah. But I think we're hitting... I think we kind of talked about it before. I think we're hitting the wall here. Where we... They're not going to be able to go further. They're not going to go further unless they do, like, a fundamental shift. Yeah. Like a Breath of the Wild moment. And I don't know why they don't do that. I really don't. Probably it sells still. Like, they're still making them. They're still selling really well. It's the same, they've been, they've been like, 
nailing that one market for the past 20 years and it's worked every single time i guess so like i a lot of people have been giving game freak the developers a lot of crap actually on online about this whole dexit controversy that's what they're calling it dex oh. yeah instead of brexit it's dexit uh, but i think we're on we're, i think we're kind of on opposite sides where like you're like yeah i get it whereas i think a lot well, of people like, are like that don't make no sense to me i read some like they're adding uh, there's a great video i watched about how much work it takes to put a single pokemon into x and y and like this just anim, on animation on animations alone there's like five or six different sets of animations and i, I think most people agree that's that's a lot yeah but a, a really good point that people make and i think it's totally fair is hey all 807 pokemon are already animated yeah. and on a on a handheld console and you're telling us you can't do it again or if they're doing it again which i think is yeah. arguable and put it on the switch yeah and add 100 more i mean if you don't if game freak isn't transparent about why they do it yeah then that's their issue yeah and that's totally fair that's 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 the storm that they have to deal with um a lot of people have been saying like they're not talented enough to do it or that's they don't have the true. drive i don't think that's true time I, and I, money i do think they're a little lazy i wouldn't i think they're just like i don't i don't think they won't have to deal with it anymore because it's a lot it's it is a lot i just I, well it's also time as well they want to get it out for christmas it's i'd say it's primarily like budget and time yeah i just i don't know i was kind of on the fence about picking it up before this all happened and i'm yeah. i think i'm more on one side of the fence than the other now that it has um because i think i think i guess it's because we just don't know so much how I many pokemon are coming which ones aren't that's the thing if it's like are they gonna come 10 yeah up, then it's like okay whatever yeah, and are they going to come eventually? That's the other thing. Like post launch is a thing that you can do. And I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be upset if they had said, okay, at launch, we're going to have, you know, yeah, the new region and uh, Kanto. I, I heard some talk that it might have been like they weren't supposed to talk about that yet. Oh, I, but but like that's speculation. But I mean, these games have been in development for a long time. They have been. Yeah, I mean, we can't argue that, you know, it's like... it's. And do, I don't think we could say it's being rushed out. No, and because, I, I know that they have an existing base of materials to work with. And that's, like, yeah. that's perfectly understandable. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't want to start from scratch every time you make a Pokemon no. game. And they haven't since Gen 6. Yeah. It was the last time they rebuilt them all. Yeah, because they did the the different um, they did, oh, sprite based animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another thing is like they're ditching Mega Evolutions now. They're ditching Z moves, which I didn't really like anyway. So that's fine. Now they're introducing like this new new gimmick, and I'm like, stop. I like the raid battle idea. I like that idea. I don't like it in bat like Pokemon battle. Sorry, trainer battles though. Dynamax. I have no idea how that's gonna work. I don't know why. It's essentially Mega Evolution. I love the idea of, whoa, there's this giant Pokemon in the wild. Let's go take it down together. I mean, really cool. Also, the fact that, like, we have a Dynamax. They, 
every any Pokemon can be a Dynamax Pokemon. They don't have to create a new design. Yeah. Right. Whereas with Mega Evolutions, you had certain Pokemon that could. Yeah. Could and not. they had a lot of Mega Evolution Pokemon. Yeah, I'd probably say about 60. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool. I wish they would actually expand on that more than anything. I like I, I like Mega Evolutions because it added that layer of there's another reason why I'm choosing to have this Pokemon in my team before yeah. it's Mega Evolution. It was cool to fight like in the final um, the final fight of this game, <laughs> bringing it back to Let's Go. But um, the final fight, uh, your um, your rival uses a Mega Evolved Pokemon. I don't remember that at all. I think he uses he uses a Mega Pidgeot. I don't remember that. I believe you. Yeah. And he actually, this is, so this is one thing. The final battle was probably my favorite battle in the game. Because he used the Mega Form Evolution. He switched his Pokemon <laughs> when it was a disfavorable matchup. Like, it was actually an entertaining and, like, engaging fight. It wasn't, okay, Press well, just, to win. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah, hit yeah. their weakness over and over again. Um, excuse on your arm. There you get go. Him. I didn't get him. Ah, now he's out for me. <laughs> You've angered him. Okay, but ah, <laughs> did you get him? No, he's over there. He's too far away. Okay, I have a. It's okay. I have one on the wall somewhere. It's okay. not like a fly swire. Anyways, back. To, this is the problem when we're in person. Person, we get distracted. Um. Yeah. Now that was that was probably my favorite fight because it was the one that actually made me feel like I had to think on my feet. And I actually really liked when I was a little bit underpowered, um, like taking on some of that stuff because I had to. Part of it I didn't like was just like the the raw damage levels that you had to do differently. But trying to use Pokemon in different situations, like putting my Steel type out to fight the Poison types. I enjoyed stuff like that. I don't know. I feel like even even as tactical as Pokemon battles go, the the core, like the, the general NPC Pokemon battles trainers that you fight generally pose no threat. I mean, that's why the rival fights are so good. The, because that they are a very team. Yeah. Most Pokemon trainers that you fight are not very teams. They're, I'm Birdcatcher Jerry. You know, and I've got bird Pokemon. Yeah, I'm a fisherman. I've got five magic carps. You know, um, all right, Pikachu, get to work. Yeah. Well, actually, I really liked then how they had um, what are they called? Those those like special trainers. That you oh, the fight. Ace trainers, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. Did you fight the one that had a Ditto? No. Okay, there's one in Victory Road. Okay. Right near the beginning of Victory Road that has a Ditto. And I put my Pikachu out first. And I, I don't know why I thought it, but I was like, you know, well, I'll just, I'll try to beat him quick. But he transformed into my Pikachu with he, all the same stats. He zippy zapped your bricky break. <laughs> yeah, he, he destroyed my team. <laughs> the only thing that could kill it was itself, which was my Pikachu. Ah. Like that was the only thing that could withstand it. <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. Yeah. Because my Pikachu was the perfect counter to every other member of my team. 
Because that's why he leads the team. Yeah, like because he can stop them all. Gyarados, electric. Um, yeah. Doug Trio he had the fighting type move. Oh man, that's so good. Like, um, yeah, my Dragonair was just too low level to do anything. And like Pidgeot, electric, like Kadabra just killed because it had no defense. So. Yeah. All in all, what do you think you would give it? Um, I'd probably give it a... Is this too high? I think I'd give it a Yukiko. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's your it's your rating, so... Um, yeah, I, I like the familiarity of it. I like the, the colorfulness of it. I, um... This is a theme I'm, I think I'm coming around to a lot of the games you're playing this summer. It felt to me like an adventure. Okay. And I, and I think that Nintendo does that very well. Um, many of the other games I'm playing, I'm like, this is an adventure I'm on. Nice. Um, more so than with other games um, that I'm playing right now, which are like adventure-based. and They're cluttered to, you know all this extra stuff and the stimulus mm -hmm. like very streamlined like hey you're just walking around with your pokemon you're having fun stop giovanni and so it's like it, it felt like this world that i was exploring that I, I was already familiar with of course but seeing it in a new light um and the only drawbacks being whatever i've mentioned today on the podcast <laughs> yeah and there was a couple that we like had discussed um i think to me like it could have really done well with um an updated world. Yeah. So, actually, I'm just really noticing an interesting point here. This game does not have all 900 Pokemon in it. Online? Oh, yeah, it only has 150. Okay. Yeah. And I don't think it's... A, it's a, I don't know. I don't think it detracts from the experience. I I don't think so either. I think we all kind of went along with it. I think we, we approved of it. Yeah, because like, it was... All right, it's a remake... You're doing the go tie-in. Yeah. It's it's not a main series game. Which I would probably not agree with, actually. I would say this is probably a main series title. Yeah. I mean it plays like a main series game, so why wouldn't it be? Okay. I would say this is the end of Gen 8. So Okay. Or sorry, Gen 7. This was part of Gen 7? Yeah. The tail end. Okay. Of it. So that that would be my argument at least. But um Okay. But again, that I think we all went along with that because It was recapturing, I'm doing air quotes for those of you who can't see what I'm doing, um, the original spirit of the games. Okay. In which there's only 150. I think that's why it would be acceptable if you want to say that. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. What did you think? What would you give I this? would probably go with like either a Yosuke or a Chie. Ooh, Okay. Um, I'm leaning more toward Chie. Okay. Just hey, because I don't normally give that rating out. Um, but we need, we need more Chie representation on this podcast. I'm trying to remember why. Um, I don't know. I guess I I can remember in Persona playing Persona and getting to a point where I just really didn't use Chie anymore because she couldn't keep up with the rest of them. Like the second dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> And, and like it kind of kept doing the same. Like Chie didn't never really changed in mm. terms of like gameplay. gameplay. Oh, okay. 
um, because like it was always kind of the same thing. Like like never got a move that made me really want to use her. Um, okay. I don't know. That that's maybe a bit of a weird analogy. I get it. I get it. There's nothing like like you said. There's nothing groundbreaking about this game. No. Doesn't really add anything new. Like uh, I like, arguably, I like she as a character, um, but yeah, I I don't think feel like this game did anything aside from the the catching mechanics, which are obviously tie in for Pokemon Go. I didn't really find anything that I came away from the game and it was like, yeah, that was its defining moment, or that was its like, yeah. That was the moment that made me enjoy the game. It it was shorter. Yeah, it was only it was 15, 15 hours. hours. That's what I got it done in, so I like that. I think I, I took... Yeah, I turned off the animation, so it made it go a little faster. But yeah. then I also went to the seventh dungeon before the fifth one. So Yeah, I don't... You know, I'm thinking about this more. The first night I played this game, I was amazed. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is awesome. Like, I can't... like. Wow, what world am I living in that this is the Pokemon game I'm playing? Yeah. And then I didn't play it for a couple of months. So, yeah, like, I think to me, like, personally, it's like, this is so cool. Like, I can't wait for my kids to play this. Like, I ought to be an eight year old again. It'd be awesome. But from, like, an actual, like, I'm Mr. Game Analyzer, you know, it's yeah. nothing crazy. Well, and I have no emotional attachment to the original games. No. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I honestly have no, like, I didn't play them growing up. I didn't yeah. start until Gen 3. That's where yeah. my did you heart play, is. Did you ever play Fire Red? No. See, I played Fire Red probably more than any other Pokemon game ever. Like, I played that game for over 100 hours when I was a kid. Yeah. I had almost complete Pokedex. Nice. So, but then those darn event Pokemon, and yeah. you could never get them. So. See, that was, that was for me, that was Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. So, like... Yeah. Yeah, if they remade Diamond and Pearl, I would buy that. I would too. I mean, yeah, I think everybody would. I think they're gonna, it's going to happen. Yeah, I hope. But like, yeah, they do a Let's Go Sinnoh. Let's go. Oh, that's pretty good. Let's go Sinnoh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. Oh, by the way, can well, we I mean, just... most of them have O at the end. Yeah, Kanto, Jojo, Sinnoh, Hoenn is a Hoenn. Yeah. Never mind. Go, go for it. Yeah. Can we stop with the dual versions? Can we just get one game, please? But it sells. But 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 it doesn't. Does it really sell that much more? I have no idea. I think like it'd be an interesting interesting analysis to see who who buys both versions and then also buys the third version because they cause they've stopped doing the third version. Yeah, ever they didn't since do, uh... they didn't do it with X and Y. They didn't do any new versions of X and Y. They did it for uh, Sun and Moon again. Yeah. But those, I don't think it was sold, sold very well. Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, no. And they, on average, they sell like 8 million copies. Yeah. What do you mean? But like a main title would sell like 16. So it's like half. Yeah. It's, um... I mean, take these with a grain of salt. I looked at these statistics like a couple weeks ago. So maybe look it up again. But I, I feel like my numbers are sound. No, the, the spinoffs, well, spin, the extra games don't do as well. Because I feel like most people, at least I know for me, I would buy one of the original two. Yeah. And then I would also buy then the second, the, the third. The third one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, But they don't do that anymore. No. So, I mean, 
Like, just stop. Just give me one game. Yeah, you're, give, you're give, not going to get Pokemon Gun. <laughs> Actually, I probably would. But, like, Pokemon Lance. Um, like, just, I don't get it. I, I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. Because, like, you, probably since Diamond and Pearl, I haven't needed a friend to trade Pokemon with. I can just I can just get somebody from the internet to give me what I need. So just stop. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want I don't want to need people. I just you just sort of like ever since Diamond and Pearl, I haven't needed a friend. <laughs> and then just, just waited there for a moment. <laughs> okay, sorry. Continue. That's that's pretty much it. You know, just give me one version. Yeah. And and. Yeah, I think, I think, Sword and, and Shield will be very telling for the future of the franchise. Yeah, because it's it's one of those, it's supposed to encourage connectivity between people. I don't know. Well, that that's like if you can only find like back in the old days but, before internet trade. But like this game connects Pokemon Go. Yeah, so you can get everything. Yeah, I don't there's need no anybody. Exclusive. Yeah, like exclusivity. That's I guess that's more like. Why are we doing exclusive Pokemon? Just give me all the Pokemon in the game, please. I just want them all. Just put them all in one game. Or at least all of one region in one game. I just want to be able to catch them all with no help required. Thank you. This right. has been my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Any final thoughts? Uh, I thought I had one, but I can't remember. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine. No, it's... Oh, that... I think I mentioned it in the last Pokemon talk. I always feel sorry for the rival. I I don't. They're too nice. They they just... They just suffer. The whole game. This guy was a... Look, he was a you schmuck. S- you steal the spotlight from him when he's at his peak. You he, knock him all he, the way down. He ran away in Lavender Town. He he deserved to lose. It like it's like you like you just became the Pokemon. You just became the Pokemon master, like Matt. You me, and then I, Graham, and like you know. Here's like Matt, my Gardevoir. Like. <laughs> No, and like I push you off the top of the hill, and you roll all the way down. Like, Not gonna happen. Like, I this mean, is my turn. Gary deserved it. This this kid did. Yeah, the la- the past few rivals though, I've just felt well, have been like Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. I felt so sorry for the guy. Who Wally? Or uh, or Brendan? Brend was it Brendan? The male's name is Brendan. Yeah, because you played as May. No, I thought I played as. I can't remember. Anyways. I mean, since Gen 2, there hasn't been like an evil rival. No. There's no evil rivals anymore. Bring back evil people. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> evil people. <laughs> okay. Well, well, thanks everybody for listening to the Velvet Room Review. Yep. Um, we'll be back in two weeks time with our review of Fire Emblem Awakening. Um, we appreciate you listening. Please, uh, um oh yeah if you if you can leave us a um a rating on apple podcast um because that's actually the best way for us to get promoted yeah find new listeners so 
Other than telling your friends. Yeah. Word Forcing. Of word, word of mouth is... Yeah. Or force them to listen to the podcast. Take your earbuds, put them in their ears, and then turn on the podcast. And don't let them leave. Um, we do not endorse this. <laughs> I, I personally endorse this. Um, you should play the episode entitled, Graham is Evil Confirmed? Question mark. That's a Mass Effect 2 review. Great review. So, um... Yeah, that'd be great. And if you have any comments, we're on Facebook. Shoot us, uh, you know, whatever you do on Facebook. A meme, GIF, uh, an anti-vax article. (laughs) Minion, (laughs) minion memes, please. Send us your minion memes. Oh, Oh, no. Grim's so sad. You better better stop. All right. Thank you very much for listening. We will, you will hear from us next time. Smell you later.